Hello, everybody, and welcome to Challengers and Champions, the official podcast of Boost League Soccer. This is episode number 16. My name is Jared. You probably know me better as Dr. McBoop, and joining me on the line is South End XGF. What's going on, man? Hey, Dr. McBoop, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Had a, a full slate of games tonight, and I'm excited to talk about them. Challengers and Champions is dedicated to talk about the goings-on in BLS, things such as previous match results, upcoming match predictions, or anything else we can think of to discuss. Today's podcast will focus on matches played on Thursday, March 16th. Let's go ahead and get right into things and talk about what happened on the field tonight. We had, like I said before, a full slate of games. We had four games tonight, four matches, rather. Two on stream, two off stream. Our first match on stream was at 9 o'clock, and it featured Oops taking on Overthrow. And Southend, why don't you uh, tell us who played in that match? So the first game tonight, Overthrow, started uh, Krisaka, Liquid Sight, and Rayug. And Oops started myself, Brava Gunner, and Restoring Hope 5. Did you get a chance to... Uh, oh, and of course, that's your team. You, you definitely watched that one, didn't you? I was a part of it, yes. I remember it very well. I'm, I'm sure you do. So I, I want, this was a super tight game. It went to three games. All three games were in overtime. And I want you to walk me through your experience with watching it. Sure. Uh, it was a crazy series. Uh, first and foremost, uh, awesome job by our team tonight to hold it together uh, through a couple really tense moments and pull the reverse sweep and, and overthrow. Great series for them. What a really incredibly talented team. They were very difficult to play against. Um, they certainly are. Chris can just take over a game all on his own. Yeah, we, we were trying to watch for that. Going into the game, our plan was to play aggressive to the ball and not give Chris space. Uh, and I thought we executed that pretty well. Uh, the The first game was a tight one. I can't remember who scored the first goal. I think I think they did. Uh, and then and then we, we scored. Either way, it was tied up and, and wound up going to overtime. Uh, and the overtime was kind of a weird kickoff, caught us off guard. Uh, Chris and Crazy Vulpix, or, uh, yeah, Crazy Vulpix went for the, the kick in the middle. And it, it took kind of a weird bounce over the back of, uh, of Vulpix and caught us off guard. And I, I missed the shot. Chris was able to get it past me, I don't know, four seconds into the first overtime. Yeah, Static and myself were, were in for the long haul. And then four <laughs> seconds later, the, the game was over. Yeah, no nine-month overtime. Sorry, everybody. I know. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's looking forward to that. But, uh, no, uh, great play. Uh, Chris just came up, uh, took advantage of a, of a good bounce in, in their favor and, and was able to get it past me. Um, I just, you know, a little off guard. Uh, and we knew, though we, even though we, we took that loss right off the bat, we knew we had played him that close. We, we knew our game plan was working, and it was just a bad bounce. So we didn't have any kind of tilt or salt going into the second match. It was just like, hey, let's keep doing what we're doing. It's working. You know, we had spent a lot of pressure uh, or a lot of time and pressure in there in that first game. Um, we, we felt our defensive rotations were solid, so we knew just same game plan going forward, just keep the pedal down and, and keep doing it, and we were able to take it in the second game. Um, yeah, that second game was 0-0 going into overtime, and it was still, what, about a 90-second two-minute overtime before uh, Crazy Volpix was able to get the goal? Yeah, there was some back and forth on that one. I think uh, in that game, no, it's the it was the third game I'm thinking of. I had a shot opportunity that I missed right off the bat. But the second game, uh, it was close. This one, I think, was a little different. Uh, both teams uh, playing a lot more aggressive at midfield. There was a lot less offensive and defensive opportunities. Just four shots from us and two shots from overthrow. Um, one save from us, two saves from them. 
Um, so it, it was definitely a lot more, uh, not, even though it was high, not too many shots. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was high pressure. It was really low scoring. I think, I think that was pointed out in the, in the chat between the teams because it was just a lot of back and forth at midfield, a lot of countering long clears, a lot of long clears back and forth and, and good midfield pressure. It was really hard for either team, I think, to get a real good look at a shot opportunity on net. So, uh, well played from both squads there. Um, just super intense series against overthrow. I can't, I mean, can't go over that enough. And I think we were messaging back and forth with us. We're like, next time, please less stressful. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, it was stressful for us in the booth. Just like it, everything was so close. There was always an answer to any, in any pressure that was, that was provided. Um, every goal was answered by the other team until they couldn't because of sudden death overtime. It was, it was a very evenly matched and well-fought series from both teams. It we was, haven't it talked was, about game three yet. Yeah, and it, it was a ton of fun to play in. I mean, we were we had a blast. And win or lose, it was a really hard-fought series from both teams. Both teams played really, really well. I mean, I can't state enough how well Overthrow played. They they should not be upset walking out of that game with the way they played, taking a loss. They definitely uh, gave 110%. Um, we happened to, to get the right bounces at the right times and, and match the pressure. But uh, very, very difficult team to play against. So good job for them. And then... Game three. Um, game three was crazy and a total, totally different game from game two. A lot of crooked numbers on the scoreboard in uh, in game three. Yeah, and what I really want to say the highlight for me was, you know, BLS is all about getting to learn your teammates. And I learned tonight my team doesn't quit, uh, at least the guys around me. Um, I think uh, Overthrow took the lead on every goal that they scored. Every goal they scored, I think, put them up. And we had to respond to each one. Uh, mm -hmm. And after they took a lead, I think there was a minute and change left on the clock. And we're like, hey, we got this. Let's go. Let's keep going. Keep playing the way we're playing. We're going to get our break. And we were just focused. Uh, and a team, we at no point in the series felt like we had lost a game. Um, and that's just a huge, um, huge amount of support to get when, when your two teammates are on the same page like that. And I'm really proud of Crazy Vulpix and Restoring Hope in that match for sticking in there, staying positive, and just, hey, keep going. We got this. We felt confident we could do it, and uh, we're able to tie it up late in uh, game three and take it to overtime. And in overtime, I think we had a play right off the kickoff. Uh, I was able to take it down, and I had a shot from the side. I think I put off the crossbar and thought that was our one opportunity that we needed, and, and I had missed it. But uh, crazy Volpix and restoring out able to take advantage of a really, really nice team play out of the right-hand side corner. Uh, an overthrow's end. Um, I think there was some back and forth there before this happened. That, that overtime maybe went a minute and a half or so. Yeah. If, if I recall. No, no, it was about, I think it was like 37 seconds. Uh, it felt a lot longer, but the ball never left overthrow's end. Uh, you missed that cro shot, cro that shot rather off the crossbar, and then Crazy Volpix was able to get the rebound and kind of played with it in the corner and centered it up for restoring hope for that uh, match-winning goal. You're right. Yeah, and it was a beautiful pass. Crazy got it up, called that he was going to get the extra touch, and Restoring Hope was right on it uh, to just Yeah, didn't even hesitate. Just went full boost into the ball. It's, it, it took a lot of trust to do that, I think, and it and it worked out beautifully. Yeah, and our communication was just outstanding tonight. I mean, there was not a, a drive. I mean, that, like you said, she she definitely trusted, but Volpix was calling it. The pass was there. She knew she had the shot, and they went for it, and uh, they made it happen. It was an awesome play, and there was a lot of yelling. Yeah, um, I, I bet there was. <laughs> I've played, <laughs> I've played some games with restoring hope, and she can, she certainly gets excited. 
I I jumped up out of my chair too. Yeah, was... no, I, I bet it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was well played throughout. Um, worth noting in that match, all four goals were assisted um, from from your team, and I th- I think that that in its own, we've talked about a lot that about that a lot in the past, and just all the team plays, four assists, four goals. I think that bodes well for the team going forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the big thing that I've learned through the seasons of BLS that I participated in is the earlier and the quicker you can communicate with the group, the quicker you can gel. And uh, this team in Oops is doing a really, really good job with our communication and just staying focused on the game. So I'm real proud of those guys. And it continued into our second match. Our communication was real good. We'll get into that later. But, um, you know, real, real proud of our team tonight. I think that was a really, really solid game from us. And not to discredit overthrow because they played extremely well too. So somebody had to walk out of there with a loss. It's unfortunate with as well as they played that was them. Uh, but uh, what a blast that series was to play in. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch too. And uh, that match actually overthrows first match loss of the season. So that certainly was certainly was no easy feat from Oops here in our early match on stream tonight. Our early match off stream featured Thinking and Team McBoop. And Team McBoop uh, swept thinking in that match uh winning game one two to one and game two four to two and i'm looking at the screenshots now and uh they look uh they look like rocket league games uh, t- uh game two the four to two game uh, looked a lot more a lot look a lot more offensive um in uh in that match as i see a lot of crooked numbers on that on that scoreboard i see four saves from team mcboop um, you know what, Southend? I got ahead of myself there. How about you give us the lineups for that match? Because we had a little bit of different uh, lineup for Team McBoop on this one. I was going to segue into lineups, but I got you covered. Uh, tonight, Team McBoop uh, starting Canicola, SMD Goblin, and uh, substitute player Rhinosaurus Rar stepping in for Kakis, who couldn't make the match tonight. Uh, and then thinking, starting Frost6, Kilme, and Llama. Um, so good looks from both of those teams. Unfortunately, I know nothing about Rhinosaurus Rar. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, we weren't able to watch him. But he yeah, had it a cycle been... in, in in that game too that I mentioned that there were so many so many saves, and he had three of the four saves for his team on that one. So it looked like a uh, looked like Ray Ugg tonight for Team McBoop was Rhinosaurus Rar. Yeah, it's very possible. You know, uh, Kakis is a good player. I actually played quite a bit with him last night on uh, Xbox Him and Skillful Earth, and he's a yeah, solid guy. He was guy, on so... my uh, my RLCS team that uh, we played seventeenth in our group. Uh, real proud of that. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, he's a solid player. So uh, you know, looks like Rhinosaurus Rock come in and do a good job filling in his shoes. Uh, Canicola uh, played played looks like uh, well MVP in both teams or both games for Team McBoop. Uh, thinking on the other side in the first game, like I said, three shots to two in favor of Team McBoop, two to one on the scoreboard, so the saves making all the difference in that game. Uh, in the second game, uh, shots eight to eight uh, with a four to two save, and the difference of two saves in Team McBoop's favor. So it yeah. uh, looks like probably just a story of uh, both teams getting a similar amount of offensive pressure, and uh, one team just responding better in the defensive end. So congrats to Team McBoop on that, getting their first win on the season, uh, putting them to 1-2 and two and thinking dropping to 0-3 and three on that. And then we had two more games after that. Our on-stream match featured Rar XD taking on that same thinking. And uh, who played in that one, Southend? So in Rar versus thinking, Rar uh, starting Fancy Pirate, Dale Doback and Rabble Rouser, thinking starting Eros, Frost 6, and Kilme. So Eros coming in and uh, Llama stepping out for that game. Um... Here, you saw that one on stream. I didn't get to see it, so uh, you're going to have to tell me 
kind of what happened there. I'm looking at the at the score lines, but it looks like two very different games off the scoreboard. Uh, they could not have been two more different games, to be perfectly honest. Game one was close all throughout. Thinking was actually up 3-2 to two with less than 90 seconds to go, and Rar was able to score a couple goals to close that one out. Everybody looked good from both teams on that one. There's a lot of rotation. Everybody was taking shots. Everybody was playing defense. Um, just I, 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 thinking looked great in the first four minutes, and I'm not sure what happened in that last minute, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but Rar was able to close that one out. But the story here is game two. Uh, the score was seven to zero in game two. The game one, the score was four to three in that one. Uh, but Fancy Pirate in game two had, I think it was an 18 second hat trick, um, scoring off of two kickoff goals. And that was just demoralizing for thinking. Um, it was, with, in the first 27 seconds, it was three to zero in favor of Rar. Fancy Pirate had his had his had his hat trick. Um, everything was good there. He actually scored a fourth goal about 20 seconds after that. So before a minute is up, Rar is up 4-0. And thinking just looked rattled after that. And it really showed the rest of the game. Uh, Rar has so many crooked numbers. Uh, Fancy Pirate ended up taking nine shots, getting four goals off of that. And uh, Dale Dobag getting another three goals off of three shots in that one. Uh, two cycles for Rar in that match. Um Rabble Rouser almost had a goal in the last minute or so of the match, so we almost saw our first tricycle in BLS history. Uh, we were kind of rooting for that a little bit on stream, but it really was thinking looked so good in the first game, and we thought for sure that they were going to come back sort of like, 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 like your team did in the first match on stream and pull off the reverse sweep, win a couple close ones, but they just they were just demoralized after that first 30 seconds and we could feel it and I kind of felt bad for him. Yeah, that sounds like a really tough break. Uh, looking here at a, a couple of things that stuck out to me. Uh, like you said, uh, yeah, losing that way, being up and then taking that loss uh, certainly can set you back on your heels. Um, especially you've got two newer guys to competitive on that team. I know Eros has been around a long time and I know he knows how to handle that situation under pressure. And I've got Frostix and Killmate here still probably adapting uh, to this environment. So being dealt that, being able to bounce back is definitely something that's very hard to do, especially under the pressure of uh, being on stream and being in a competitive environment. Um, and then for, like you said, for uh, for Fancy Pirate to come out with a natural hat trick for my, my hockey friends, they'll, they'll get that. Um, but natural hat trick being, being three goals without anyone else scoring in the process of your scoring uh, that quick. Uh, yeah, the natural gotta, four trick. Wow. The, that's just got to... That's just got to put you back. Uh, that's got to be a dagger. That, that's so. That's gonna be so hard to recover from. I mean, even for for really, really seasoned, really good players, going down four goals real fast like that is just real, real hard to deal with. So that sounds like a really tough break for thinking, and that that's unfortunate. I know those are good guys over there, um, and I, I know they're not gonna. We've we've said this before in the past. They're not gonna stay down there. They're gonna get their wins. Uh, stick with it there, and it sounds like Rogers took advantage of some momentum. And uh, and took it to them, but uh, looking forward to see if they can pull it together. I know they will. They definitely will. Yeah, I, I'm certain that they will too. They, I mean, they they held it together about as well as I think they could. They scored. They, I mean, they allowed the four goals in the span of the first minute or so, and in the last four minutes, they only allowed three after that. So their rate got better. They uh, they they figured it out a little bit, but just I mean, it, it's just they were just they looked so rattled after after the hat trick there, and uh, just couldn't quite recover all the way. Uh, our off-stream match at 9.30 featured Team McBoop, Team McBoop 
and your team oops and uh why don't you walk us through just walk us through the whole thing because i was i wasn't able to watch any of it but you played in it so you know everything sure uh team mcboop started canicola dandy andy mcboop uh a little <laughs> shout out to you there and uh smd goblin uh oops we started myself restoring hope five and brava gunner so so subbing in brava for um for crazy Volpix that started the first match with us uh, decided to go with the lineup switch tonight to keep our options open for later in the season, keep our lineup a little bit more flexible. Um, didn't work out for us, but I don't think it's uh, anything to do with the lineup switch as much as uh, you don't? maybe just... A, I don't think so. I think it really was more of a change of pace between the game we had just come out of and uh, the game that we wound up playing. So um, the, the match that we had played, we, we had good momentum. We felt positive. We were, we were ready to go in the second game. I know Team McBoop had won their first game too, so they... They were also on the up, uptick of momentum in the doubleheader. Um, we ultimately lost the series in two games, but uh, I, I thought we, we played well. It just was a different pace, and I'm not sure we were ready uh, to change the pace up. That first match was just so intense and so fast. Um, this one was a little slower, and I think I think it caught us off guard a little bit. Um, the first game, Canicola just went nuts. Um, we, we yeah, he's got quite two- the stat line there. Yeah, he had four goals, no assists, a save, and then six shots. And it sure felt like he had six shots. We were giving him a lot of space. We weren't pressuring very well. Uh, Canicol had had a couple long goals, one from the wall. Uh, he had some some really nice shots. Um, set up by a couple good assists from from Andy. Um, they, you know, we we only took five shots. They only took one save. Uh, we had a couple that we missed. Uh, Restoring hope set me up for two beautiful passes that I just completely whiffed on. Um, so we had our opportunities. The, the final score in that was five to two. Um, but team McBoop ultimately taken advantage of more opportunities than we did. Um, and, and came out and grabbed the victory there, uh, on the back of, of Canicola making some really incredible plays. Uh, the second game, um, we just knew the same focus for us was, Hey, shake it off. Let's go play our game. Second game. Well, I felt like we caught some bad bounces. Uh, Andy scored all four of their goals. Uh, they beat us four to two. Uh, he had four goals and four shots, no assists or saves. Canicola doing a lot of the the support work in that one with two assists, a save, and two shots. SMD Goblin picking up two saves. So we took uh, we took five shots to their seven. Um, we had three saves. Brava Brava had two monster saves uh, in that game that were just plays that I was certain were going to be goals. And he had himself in the right position to get up and get in the way of a couple things. Uh, if I remember right, that game started off with a kind of a weird play. I went up to save a, a ball that was a pretty easy save, and it was one of those where it just kind of went through my car. You know, like sure, yeah, we I, all- I know that feeling. There's a hole in the ball that your car just goes through. Yeah, and all three of us were like, "What? How did that get past me?" You know, so we started off in the hole, and, and we tried to fight back. We did well. Uh, we played well, but ultimately. Uh, gave up, gave up some opportunities. Uh, they spent a little too much time in our end. Our, our pressure wasn't where it needed to be. Uh, and Team McBoot played well and, and wound up taking the series. Andy carried uh, with uh, with all four of their goals uh, with some good support from Canicola and SMD Goblin, uh, getting the ball up and, and out to him. In fact, they uh, they had a really really incredible passing play. Uh, I think for their second goal, that there was just no way, no way it was saveable. I was back on defense and Canicola threw the ball. Up to no, I'm sorry. Uh, I think SMD Goblin threw it to Canicola at midfield, who redirected it up towards the net, and the shot was going in. I was trying to adjust to it, and Andy 
was able to sneak over and touch it one last time about 20 feet outside the net, and it was just a bang, bang, bang passing play. It was an incredibly impressive play that they put together. So um, really, really, really fun to watch that play. It sucked being on the other end of it. Yeah, it sounds like it would have been a good match to watch. Uh, but great matches from everybody tonight. Uh, congrats to our winners, and uh, good luck going forward to both our winners and our losers. Uh, is there anything else you want to discuss about tonight's matches before we move on tonight, uh, Southend? No, I think uh, I think we covered a lot of it. Okay, well, standings uh, after match day three of season five, uh, we see RAR taking over first place uh, with a match record of three and one, a game record of seven and two, and a plus sixteen goal differential. In second place, we find Overthrow also with a four and three match record. Uh, they have a seven and four game record and a plus ten goal differential. In third place, we've got Team McBoop. With a two and two match record, uh, they were zero and two before the start of the day. So the two and zero on the doubleheader today. Uh, good work from them, working their way up in, in the standings. Uh, they've got a five and four game record and a, just a straight zero goal differential. Uh, Twenty one goals for and against for them so far this season. Uh, in fourth place, we see your team. Oops. Also with a two and two match record, a four and five game record, and a minus three goal differential. And in fifth place. We still have Emote Thinking with an 0-4 match record, an 0-8 game record, and a minus 23 goal differential so far. Uh, two games out of the playoffs is Thinking. They've got their work cut out for them, but it's certainly possible. Yeah, that team's going to get it together. Like we said, they're, they've got good players. Uh, they, they're going to work through their issues. I know... Uh, Eros is going to whip that team into shape. Eros and Llama, they're going to get it. They're going to get that team on the right page. They're going to pick up. They're going to pick up some wins. Uh, but these standings look completely different than they did uh, on Tuesday. Um, teams uh, in very different places than they were. So uh, certainly shaping up to be uh, with uh, just one win separating first and fourth place at this point. Um, you know, it's going to be a tight race battling for those top couple yeah, spots. Just, yeah, jockeying for position, it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. But thinking, worth noting right now, um, Eros has sat both of his matches so far, uh, both of his matches for the season, so he will be playing out the rest of the season. And Llama has one sit, so they'll be playing together in three of their four matches remaining. And uh, I, I think those are, that's going to be when they need to strike, is when the two of them are playing. And they can also just win out Llama Frost and Kilmay, or I'm sorry, uh, Eros Frost and Kilmay. They played really well in their first game tonight and in their uh, second match where it'll be that lineup. I think they really, whoever they play, it's going to be a tough match uh, as long as they don't concede the hat trick in the first half, uh, half minute. Yeah, you're you're right there. Uh, and definitely that Llama-Eros combo is uh, is going to bode well for them in the matches that they play in together. There are other teams, too, that have yet to sit their top MMR players. So um, some teams are going to be bringing some weaker lineups than they have the rest of the season. Uh, there's opportunities for these teams in the bottom to uh, look to predict those lineups and take advantage of, uh, of, of lineup combinations. So that's going to be a little more strategic now that we're uh, three weeks into the season. Uh, all teams have played four games. We're halfway through the regular season. So it'll be easier to start predicting who's going to start who and look for your opportunities to try to win the lineup battles. So uh, thinking's positioned themselves really well to, to do that with what they have available to start, uh, even though they're at the bottom, certainly uh, will be a threat going forward the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, now that we've talked about uh, matches that were played tonight and we've talked about standings a little bit, let's look ahead 
uh, to uh, matches that will affect the standings going forward. And we'll talk about Tuesday's matches a little bit. Uh, we'll have another four-match slate for you on Tuesday. And at 9 o'clock on stream, we'll see Team McBoop uh, take on your team, Oops. Uh, Thinking and RAR will be off-stream at 9 o'clock. And at 9.30, we'll see Thinking take on Overthrow. And off-stream, we've got Team McBoop and RAR. Uh, do any of those matches stand out to you, uh, Southend? Uh, the, the two thinking matches are, are really going to be huge. Um, they've got a chance to really shake the standings up playing RAR and overthrow who are both sitting in one and two. And like we said, uh, you know, thinking's got the, the good lineups in their pocket that they can, they can play. And, um, certainly with Eros and Lama on the field, if you miss a couple of the top players from overthrow or RAR, those matchups could look really different than they do. Um, with with other players in the lineup, so Definitely. thinking's got a chance to really turn things upside down on Tuesday. Uh, team McBoop's got a doubleheader; they play us and they play RAR. Also, we're the only team that just plays once. Um, we'll get another crack at Team McBoop. I think uh, we're going to look a lot better next time. Um, you know, we we took some notes from tonight's match. We're going to uh, come out with a little different look for them uh, on on Tuesday. So I feel confident our guys will play well there. Uh, and then uh, Team McBoop and RAR play again in the evening. So that's another one with big playoff implications early in the season. Those are two teams that are neck and neck in the standings, uh, Team McBoop and RAR. Um, so there's a lot up for grabs. It's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out on Tuesday. Yeah, definitely. And until then, that's going to do it for this episode of Challengers and Champions. Today's episode was recorded on March 16th, 2017 by Dr. McBoop and Southend XGF. It was edited by Dr. McBoop. Before we go, is there anything else you want to plug, Southend? Not tonight. Just come back and watch Tuesday. Lots on the line. Yeah, if you're not watching the stream, turn it on. And we'd like to thank you guys for listening and for watching, and we'll talk to you again soon.